To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome to The Fantasy Files, a Disney and pop culture podcast. We are your hosts, Armida, Jared, and Skylar. This podcast was made by using Spotify for Podcasters, which is a free and easy tool for podcasters at any stage. Whether you're traveling, relaxing, or planning that dream vacation, thank you for choosing us. Enjoy the show. Gentlemen. On this week of Three Losers in One Podcast. Three losers, one podcast. Three types of mental disabilities. You guys can guess which one. (laughs) About 6,000 award shows to comb through. Um, And this is our topic for today. Uh, It is awards season, my dudes. Also, Aquarius season starts tomorrow. That's a thing. Get excited. Um, It means my birthday's coming up. So, yay. The silence is great, boys. Thank you so much for being so excited about my birthday. <laughs> You're so welcome. You're absolutely wow. so welcome. Wow. My body internally cringed when I heard Aquarius season and I couldn't get over that. So that's where I'm at. But well, you happy know what? early birthday. You know what? I internally cringe every time you ask me to rank something. So you know what? We're both even. Because what is he? A straight man. See, that's when you put the applause in. Yay. Woo! <laughs> for the straight man. Yes, yeah. surely the most underprivileged group in in society is the straight man. Straight cis white man. <laughs> right. I know, truly one of a kind. The one who gets like all of these crazy industry people to follow him for no reason other than he's just a cis straight white man. You know. Talking about Disney. Okay, you know what? And what? Tell me. I don't know if I should say thank you or yeah, you're right. It's both. It's easily both. Yeah, yeah. It's both. It is both. All right. We ha- do we have any news? I think I think we have a little um, bit of news. We got a little bit of Disney. Well, not really. Disney. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jared. Jared, it's inappropriate. It's a family-friendly podcast. Put the Chewbacca scream over it, then. I'll put the roar over it. I will. I will. I'll Thank do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's just a little Star Wars uh, updates for the films and stuff like that. So we got the announcement um, for the Mandalorian film that was slated to... Actually, this didn't, wasn't even slated. This was just announced a couple of weeks ago. Um, but they were trying to shoot this thing, um, as a season four, um, for the Mandalorian show, but it turns out that they're going to turn that into a film, um, coming May of 2026. So that's going to be the next Star Wars film, um, coming out, which I'm pretty excited for. I think that's cool that they're, they're changing it up from a, a season to an actual film. And then we also got the announcement of the Ray movie um, coming out in 2026 as well to take that uh, December Star Wars film slate, which is pretty cool. Actually, I heard something really interesting. Um, so they apparently they offered uh, Daisy Ridley $12 million uh, to play for the next film. And I was like, that's pretty good. That's a good amount of money. But they're also trying to back a huge money truck for John Boyega to come back. 
Yeah, so I doubt it because we know John and we know John does not want anything to do with any of this. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I really don't think that would happen, but I would love to see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, are you enjoying your happen? emotional support fries? Yes, I am. Would you like a fry? I would like one. Thank you. <laughs> and then, yeah, so in between uh, the Mandalorian film and then... Uh, the Ahsoka movie, we're getting Ahsoka season two, uh, probably 2026 or 2027, just because you're going to focus on the the first Mando film. I love that, like, he was like, let me just get some news together, but he was only Star Wars. It's really the only big stuff that's coming out right now. There's a lot more news that came out. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you exist in the world in the last couple of days, but um, what's this weirdly place is getting a reboot? Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, Wizards is coming back, and I hate that idea. Did you hear it's not even going on to Disney Plus? I don't it's care. It's not going on Disney Plus. It's going on the Disney Channel. I don't and care. And it's only focused on David as a non-wizard now. I don't care. David's not going to be a non-wizard. That's I only not canon. Selena. Okay, well, it's straight you white man. You only liked Selena. That makes perfect sense. The straight man enjoyed Selena only. Meanwhile, Justin had the most dynamic character arc throughout the entire show. Like, Alex stayed the same the whole time. If anything, got stupider as the series went on. But Justin's arc was spectacular. And I'm so excited because he was the only one who wasn't in the reunion movie. Also, Selena so, is, stated to, is slated to be in it. Like, she's confirmed cast. What's the issue? Yeah. She's she's, she's going to come the, back. She's in the pilot. She's going to come back. Well, she's she's. I thought she was just doing a cameo, so pi- pilot is good, too. She's in the pilot, yeah. But essentially, it's David having kids, yeah. And he gives up his powers because of his children. Or right, whatever. right. And that's what yeah. I love about, and I think this is what the original creators intended for the future of the characters, was that the creators always loved the duality of things and how you balance both sides of you, whether that be because you're Latino and an Italian, or if it's because you're a wizard and a human, or if it's because you're, and like Justin teaching his children magic the way that Jerry taught him if they are magic is so cool and like justin coming to terms with not having magic when like that was the driving point of his character for the entire show like he's gonna unravel and it's gonna be brilliant and i'm so so pumped for this show it's gonna be great i guess it really depends on how canon it is then because if it's sticking to true canon he can't give up his powers because his wife would be a vampire and a non-wizard and a so vampire. So if he gave it up, if Justin gave up his magic, then he's not with Juliet. Correct. He had to have been married to a human. Yes. Correct. I hope it's Juliet. I know it's probably not going to be, but I just don't like assuming stuff when it hasn't actually come out. Oh yeah, me neither. Me neither. But if we're but like what we have so far is that Justin gave up his magic, so we it's he's obviously not married to Juliet. Yeah. We just don't know who he's married to. If it's Harper, yeah. I'm going to no. flip the table. Please, no. Scream. I'm going to flip a free... Anything but that. Anything but that. That would be the best relationship, though. I, it, it would, but no. 
Uh, is there any more news that came out now that I'm thinking? Lunar New Year is opening on Tuesday, and that's exciting. Um, oh, Sweethearts Night dropped their character list. I think they did, or I heard something. But there's yeah, been saw a someone. recent development. Um, we are getting, we, as in we're going, but we're not going. Uh, Indiana Jones and Marion Ravenwood yeah. are going to be a meet and greet option at Sweetheart's Night. And that's like, and Disney After Dark does this. They give you a one or two meet and greets that make you go, man, I wish I had gotten a ticket. And that's the one. That's the one for Sweetheart's Night. So I am upset because it's sold out. <laughs> But such as life. I'll wait for Disney Channel Night because I already have my ticket for that. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm going as Alex Russo to Disney Channel Night. So I guess that checks out. Okay. I, wait. I think I have, that's everything. Wait. Yes. You, you have news. <laughs> I have an yes, announcement news. for the fellow 12-year-olds. Because for some reason, I love this show and I can't get over it. And I want to get over it, but I can't. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. For all the people like me who watched miraculous ladybug and cat noir as a joke and then got sucked into it um it has been confirmed that by 2025 there will be three more movies and three more seasons and this is an issue for me because i wanted to be over this odd obsession but i'm not and now i won't be until at least 2025 no. It's not going anywhere. Absolutely not. Nope. My friend worked on that show. <gasps> Have them on the show. Have them on the pod. I can ask her. Okay. Anyways. Are we ready to get into the topic today? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Beautiful. So today, welcome to the podcast choice awards, everybody, where we are going to kind of just do a a little rundown of what we've seen this year in terms of movies. And then we're going to go through a lot of these categories for the People's Choice Award. And we're going to vote, essentially, and predict and see what happens. We're just going to have a lot of fun with this. It's a pretty lax little thing before we go into um, wartime era next week. So let's get it going. We've got like six pages of categories to go through, <laughs> uh, but it'll be fun. Um, we saw a lot of movies this year a lot of movies happened and a lot of movies we wish didn't happen so i know honey has been doing this this wonderful thing because he does love to rank things um he has dedicated the entire last year to creating a ranking of the movies he's seen as he goes throughout the year so every time he sees a movie he went ahead and added it to his list and ranked it based on the movies he'd seen before. Which, like, now that I think about it, doesn't seem that hard because he would have done it anyway. But, I digress. Honestly, I was just, con I was interested on, just on where my mind would have ended up with all the movies that I would see anyway. So, if I had, like, a list, I'd be like, oh, I like these. I want to go back and rewatch them. Or, if they fell lower, I probably wouldn't. Not even thinking about, like, this being anything just for myself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, here we are. Okay, beautiful. So, honey, I want you to start and read your top 10 list movies that you saw in the last year. Yours is specifically ranked Jared's, 
is just movies he liked. <laughs> and I don't remember any of the movies that I saw this year. Top 10 movies that I like right. of the year. And I don't remember the movies I saw this year. So I'm just going to comment on each of the movies that you guys bring up. So All right. go ahead, honey. Um, my first one was a movie that I was waiting multiple years for. Um, actually, should I start at my 10 or start at my number one? Uh, start at your 10 so we get positive. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll start pretty bad. Um, Pope's Exorcist on Netflix. I enjoyed this film. It was a good horror movie. Um, it's very much dedicated to the church and seeing how, like, the Catholics deal with exorcism. And it was pretty cool to see. Um, pretty good cast. Not my favorite, though. Uh, my number nine was Haunted Mansion. Um, again, when I first saw this film, wasn't a big fan of it. I, because of, you know, growing up with the 2003 film, I just have apparently really bad taste. Um, or just nostalgia bait. I don't know. Um, but I wasn't a huge fan of it when I saw it, but I went back and rewatched the film and I really did enjoy it. It definitely was higher for me this time. Um, and the cast is great. I love them. They were really, really good. Um, my number eight was Saw X. I was not expecting to like this movie at all, but I'm a big horror person. So went to it. I've literally seen like one Saw movie out of like 15, but I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. And the story was very small in scale, which I really appreciated. Um, my number seven was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now I'm to... screaming. I I'm dying. Please elaborate. To start this little talk, I am not a big Indiana Jones fan. I've never been really. Um, I respect the franchise but i was never really into it i walked away very much enjoying this movie um and i am very i was very pleasantly surprised i really enjoyed it i'm happy for you because i am a huge indiana jones stan and it's been hard to because here's the thing you don't dislike things casually you you like things casually but you dislike things with the fiery passion of a burning thousand suns that are stand that are like it, it is ridiculous. It's it's a lot. So to ha- to love Indiana Jones so much and to have you dislike it so much is a lot for me. So the fact that you liked this one makes me feel so good. It's and the it only Indiana so Jones movie happy. I actually like. I'll take like. it. Listen, shh. I'll take it. Don't elaborate. I will take it keep the positivity going um i waited to see this movie until i saw it with my dad because this would be the only indiana jones movie the list, i think this is gonna be the last one and yeah i've seen every single one with my dad and this is a franchise that my dad and i connect that are very this is our thing this is me and my dad's thing and i felt some kind of way seeing it without him so I just didn't think about it and I didn't see it and I just never did. And my, our friend Nick who lives in Orlando was willing to go see it with me at Christmas when we were in Florida or Christmas this summer when we were in Florida. And I would have been okay with that seeing it with Nick because he's one of my dear friends, but it wasn't in theaters anymore. So we just didn't do that. So I intentionally waited till Christmas 
to wait to see it with my dad. But then my mom was there, and also you were there, and my grandma was there. So it was like a little family movie night, and it was like just as fulfilling as I wanted it to be. So that was... I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it more than the other ones, but just the the meaning of it and being able to watch the last Indiana Jones movie with my dad still was really important to me. Okay. Um, my number six was actually originally my number one, and I went back and rewatched it, and I really didn't like it as much as I wanted to again, and that was Priscilla. I loved it the first time I saw it, and I was obsessed with it, and unfortunately, I did not like it the second time around. I don't know if it was just because it was slow or what, but I really was not engaged as I thought it would be again. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I really don't know. I was trying to figure it out. I couldn't even get through it the second time. Was it like the movie theater setting that had you immersed in it the first time around? Maybe. Maybe it was the A24 feel. When when I'm in the theater, when I see an A24 movie, and this has happened multiple times. This happened with Black Phone. Um, This happened to talk to me. I, when I see it in the theater, I really like, it's captivating. I don't know what it is for A24, but when I see it outside of it, I am not engaged. I agree. I agree. No, I'm, I'm asking because I do love the concept of Priscilla, but it's even better when you watch it in the theater. I agree. Yeah. I think it was spectacular. I think I was so on the edge of my seat the whole time but then when we watched it in our it in the house i was just like not as into it as i was and that does not mean that the movie isn't good mark my words i liked i really enjoyed that movie but it like it deserves its prop like i want the lights out i want a bowl of popcorn i want the volume at a hundred and i want to just like focus on it and not do anything else and then i can really enjoy it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my number five was uh, the ballad of songbirds and snakes um Hunger ah! Games, the prequel i i did i did really like it we saw it what three times this four times? was my okay i don't rank things because i think that comparison is the thief of joy however comma this movie took the cake for me. This is my favorite movie of the year. This is my... If I had to, this is my number one. Okay. Yeah, it's not too far off. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four... I think this is better than the original. It was The Little Mermaid. Yay! I loved it. Change loved it. altered my brain chemistry. This movie dyed my hair red. Uh, we saw it... One time in 4DX, we saw it two times normally, and we saw it one time in a drive-in. So, yeah. Wait. Quite a bit. 4DX. Or is it three times? Three times in regular, and then once at a drive-in. My number three was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I really like this movie. This is the only movie that I've actually cried in, um, and God knows how long. Mm -hmm. That took my soul. That hallway shot. emotionally wrecked. For a very long that time. That hallway shot was so, so good. So good. That was objectively good. The ending song was incredible. Um, and I'm excited to see them. Like, we all, all weren't listening to Florence and the Machine in 2009? 2010? 2009? Something like that. 2009. That song just came out, actually. Dog Days Are Over? Yeah, it's not old. Yes, it is old. 
I don't think the it is. The dog days I mean, are I over? I watched that on Glee. Do not gaslight me right now. Maybe it's a rude, like... No, it's not. It really isn't. Really? I... Please look this up. I'm checking it right now. I'm like, because I could be wrong. There, Yes, you are wrong. Because I remember it was November 24th, 2008. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It was that. Oh, because they did it on Glee in season two at the mid-season finale. I've been listening to Jenna and Kevin's podcast. Okay. I know what I'm talking about. I was a Glee fanatic and I know that they did it and I have it on my phone. That was season two, so it was like 2008, 2009. No, either way, it was a great song for that film. I loved it. Um, My number two, I don't think either of you guys have seen this movie. Um, It was Megan. It was a really cool idea um, seeing the corruption of artificial intelligence um, just to where we could go as a society and the effects that that has um, on you know, how much it knows. It's it's honestly like a little female Ultron. But, uh, yeah. And then my number one is Across the Spider-Verse. This was my favorite animated movie. That's your number one? Yeah, I went back and rewatched it, um, and I liked it a lot. Like, you actually hated it when, when you first saw it surprising right? that's crazy to me because like i yeah, remember it went way up i remember we both didn't like it i need to watch it again then because i remember we both walked out of it feeling like meh about I it. i understood what it wanted to be i think the first time i saw it it was what i wanted it to be mm-hmm. um because i loved like the idea of the romance between uh miles and gwen mm-hmm and when I saw it the first time, I was like, this feels weird because this isn't... It feels like it went back. Like, everything that was built well, it's up supposed to, got I destroyed. Think. I think it's supposed to to set up for what's coming. No, it and, is, yeah. And that's why I I get why people love this one so much. I'm still waiting for the last one. And when the last one comes out, I'll update y'all and tell you how I feel about it. Because right now, everything's just one big question mark for that series for me. Right now, the first one still stands the test of time. Except for Oscar Isaac. Love him. But I am waiting for my time with part two to see how that goes. I don't even care. Like I care. At the moment. I care a lot. Like I'm I'm happy with where where it's at. Um, obviously I want to see the new or the next one, Beyond the Spider Verse, but like right. I care with what I have, I'm really happy. I care quite a lot about Beyond the Spider Verse. I want to see that so bad. No, I do too, but like objectively just as a film for part two i it's really really good and the animation is beautiful okay jared give me your top 10 movies you liked oh boy i'm gonna get some crap from sky but it's gonna be fine yay but i'm here to buffer so it's okay no i don't think you're gonna buffer on the on the ones that he's not gonna like Uh uh-oh to be perfectly honest okay here we go. Um, keep in mind, these aren't in any particular order. These are just the 10 that I was like, oh, I watched those this year and I liked them. I agree. I agree. Uh, my number 10 that I put on here was Haunted Mansion. Okay. Okay. The Silence from Skylar Speaks Bound. <laughs> I, wa- I, I think the casting choices were amazing. The story was good. 
I may have just been tired, honestly, when I saw it, but I think it was visually one of one of the most stunning movies I've seen this year. It was. Do I still like the Eddie Murphy one more? Yes, of course I do. But yeah, I agree. That I agree. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, my number nine was Barbie. Yay! Let's talk about Barbie. <laughs> Yay! Because I, I mean, who could forget Barbenheimer? of 2023 Ew. that defined cinema this year was barbenheimer and it literally in my opinion i think it brought back going to the movies probably because like no way home was a cinematic event in 2020 but did it bring back cinema no it was just for nerds but barbenheimer brought back people going to the movies and i think the expectations for a theatrical release went back to normal or like around normal so i loved this movie my only critique of it was that i wanted more i wanted more barbie land i wanted to live in barbie land more so did i i have barbie on my list barbie but you are the you are the token straight white boy so we're not talking to you, you are not who this movie was for <laughs> you are not who this movie was for um number eight was elemental yay i like that movie I loved that movie. I think it's my favorite Pixar movie right now. Me too. I I watch it a lot, and I and what I told my my family at Christmas was that Elemental is a simple movie. It's yes. not deep. There's not much to wrap your brain around. It's an easy watch. You don't have to have seen like fifteen movies prior to get it. It's just a movie. No, it just talks just about a, racism. Right. It's such a, it's just an immigration movie, which like for 2023 is a simple concept to understand. So it does what it needs to do to progress society, but it's not complicated. Everything is spelled out so clearly. And I went, I think that's why Skylar didn't like it because it was too easy. He didn't like it because of the crying people all the time. He didn't have to watch 12 Marvel movies prior to understand it. There's no lore. It's just a movie. And we all know Skylar Gifford loves lore. There's some Pixar movies that don't have lore that I absolutely love, and Elemental's not one of them. What Pixar movie do you like that doesn't have lore? Because they're all tied into the Pixar theory. And to you, that is lore. (laughs) Well, you know... Wow. Fine. I love that, Jared. Pop all the way off. Pop off. (laughs) You know, it should be. I, I think it's canon. My mom... My mom watched it with me at Christmas and she went, oh, my husband's going to cry at this movie because my dad is an easy cry yeah, and also loves a good dad-child movie, like Finding Nemo, sobbed. So Ember and her dad, like my mom was like, oh, he's going to cry at this. Like, and she was like, husband, you need to watch this movie. You need to watch this movie, which meant I have to text her and ask her if she ever made him watch the movie. Cause I and you have red hair right now. I do have red hair right now. So it check and I wear all black all the time. So it checks for my job. It checks out. Yeah. My number seven was the live action Little Mermaid. Yay! Tell us what you thought, Jared. I it it was good. <laughs> it was. I loved it. I loved it. Listen, listen to me. Listen. Did I like Melissa McCarthy as Ursula instead of a drag queen? No, but me neither. We don't talk about that. But Skylar, Skylar loved. Oh, her. I loved her. I thought she was great. She's my favorite part of the movie. Well, not my favorite part, but I thought she was like... Besides Hallie. Everyone's favorite part is Hallie. Just put that out there right now. Just establish that, right? Okay, who's your second favorite? 
That's the question. Mine, what my brain chemistry, but look at this. I'm going to show you guys my home screen. It's Prince Eric. It's Jonah Howard King as, as Prince Eric. I don't want to do this episode anymore. <laughs> um, my number six was Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. <gasps> oh, I loved that one. That one was so much fun. And Regajan Page was so wonderful. Yes, I loved it. My number five was No Hard Feelings. Oh, I didn't see that one. You didn't? It's, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I, I saw it. I watched it. And that tells me how Sky felt about it. Yeah, right right there, right off the bat. It's better than I slept through it. My um, number four was Blue Beetle. Believe it or not, I'm going to the dark side of DC. But here we are. I forgot, I forgot that, that one was a thing. Oh, I need to watch that. I heard I it was good. I watch that movie. It's so good. I love it. Um, My number three was Hunger Games. Yay! Tell us what you thought, Jared. Yeah. Tell us what you thought. It was good. <laughs> I don't deep dive into movies as much as you guys do. I just watch it and I'm like, I like this. I'll watch it again. You're simple. You're like, I liked it. I didn't like it. That's it. Literally. Thank you. I love this movie so, so much. Is it because you're in it? Listen, enough. I think it's the second best. Hunger Number Games. one, Catching Fire. Yeah. For for those of you who can't see my face, I need you to picture Rachel Zegler with red hair. That's what everybody says I look like. Because it is what you look like. I got several text messages at the premiere. During the premiere when it was happening, I was at work. But I got so many texts that were like, hey, you look so good at the Hunger Games premiere. Like, not that they thought it was me, but like, they're making fun of the fact that I look just like her. Because you do look just like her. You know what? I'm going to let y'all just... If I acknowledge it, I'm arrogant. So I'm just going to let y'all believe Do you not? Do we have an issue looking like Rachel Zegler? No. I love her. Like, I was... I'm, like, reposting all these videos about, like, making sure that we're fair to her in all of her criticism that she received this year for the comments she made about Snow White. Because I think she's extremely overhated. I love her. But, like... I don't want to come across as, like, I'm marketing myself based on that the fact that I look like her. I'm trying to, like, distance myself from that as much as possible. Oh. So then it's not like I'm just a Rachel Zegler lookalike. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I want... I, that's, that's just, fair. like, I, I'm all these things, but I also happen to look like her. Um, But I, I loved Tom... I loved Tom Blythe in this movie. I loved Rachel in this movie. I just... Viola Davis was amazing. My even my dad was on the edge of his seat the whole time making little noises. He was like, oh, "No, yes, ah!" like the whole time. It was really cute. And then afterwards, we discussed the political implications of it. It was great. I love your dad. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, my number two was the Marvels. Oh, I didn't see that one. That's because y'all don't want to see it. Because <laughs> Sky said that he didn't want to see it. I'm waiting for the Disney Plus release, and then I and then I will sit down by myself and I will see it. I personally think it's great, and I think as a musical theater kid, you will enjoy it. Oh, good! I'm glad. I'm glad. Okay, what what's your number one? My number one was Red, White, and Royal Blue. <gasps> I forgot about this movie. I watched it three times the first day it came out. I am not even lying to you. 
and you forgot about it. I loved this movie. But yeah, that was my top ten. That's a solid list. I don't think there's any that I mi- that you guys missed that I would have added. So pretty it's good. It's crazy how different ours were. <laughs> well, because you're going for something much different than mine. My taste is somewhere leaning towards Jared's with like a little hint of Skylar's. All right. Are you guys ready to begin the podcast choice awards? Let's do categories. Let's do some categories. All right, so I'll start, and then we'll do Jared, then we'll do Skylar. Yeah? Okay. Incredible, incredible. So, for the best movie of 2023, the nominees, and these are real nominations, by the way, we have Barbie, Fast 10, Guardians Volume 3, Oppenheimer, Across the Spider-Verse, the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie, Little Mermaid, and the Super Mario movie. I'm just mad the Taylor Swift movie is Why? <laughs> going for Are best you not movie. a Swifty? No, it's just not a movie. It's like it was a concert movie that was made during an actor strike to entertain people that was ethically fair. And also like a lot of people couldn't see the actual tour. So it was nice to have the movie. Um, I did enjoy that, by the way. I, I really did enjoy that movie. But um, my pick. I enjoyed the concert. Yeah. It was fun. My pick is going to be Little Mermaid. Mm. My personal pick. My pick is, okay. Some of these I put two answers. Okay. The one that I think is going to win is Barbie. Yeah. That's what I said too. The one that I want to win is Little Mermaid. Yes. Yes. Okay. That I agree on the one that I think is going to win is Barbie. Honey, give us what you think, what you want to win, and then what you think is going to win. Across the Spider-Verse, just for animation, I think it was Big incredible. facts, big facts. Um, but yeah, probably Barbie. Or Oppenheimer, because... I think... Those are arguably both of the two I biggest I think films. Oppenheimer got a lot of love from the Academy, and I think it will continue to. Because the Academy doesn't really take Barbie that seriously, in my opinion. But with it being a popular vote and an audience vote, I think Barbie's going to pull through. That is true. I that think is Barbie's going to pull through I didn't through even think about that, one. yeah. All right. Best action. Oh, wait. Jared, read this next category. Or maybe Honey can do this one because this is more his genre. Yeah, let's let Sky do this one. All right. Best action movie of 2023. 2023. Quantum Mid-Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast X, John Wick Chapter 4, Mission Impossible The Reckoning, Hunger Games The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, The Marvels, and Transformers The Rise of the Beasts. I I want Hunger Games, but I think Guardians. That is what I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking and wanting Hunger Games. Ooh. You think and? Yes. I want Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, but due to the popularity and the growth of the John Wick franchise, I think John Wick is going to pull through just to the amazing stunt work. I feel... That they've been able I to do. I feel like if this were more... Like, 
boardroom slash council. Because it's the most action-packy of action right. movies. But I think if, it, if this is more of like a council slash boardroom selection of awards, like Oscars and Golden Globes, I think if it, if it was more focus group based, I think John Wick would pull through. But it is by popular vote. Every person on the planet gets to vote. So, popularity-wise, that's why I say Guardians. Because I think that's the most popular out of all of them. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see it. Jared, go ahead and read the next category. Now we got comedy movies. Uh, and the uh-huh. nominees... The nominees are... Barbie, Cocaine Bear, No Hard Feelings, and Wonka. Wonka, I... It's a musical. If it were musical or comedy, I think Wonka would stand a chance. I didn't think it was funny. It was so boring. I didn't laugh once. I I think it was just lighthearted. But the ending was great, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ending was beautiful. Um, I want to give it to Barbie because it is clearly the superior. It's more drama, honestly. Barbie is clearly the superior. I'm giving it to No Hard Feelings because I feel like... I know because you liked that one. But it's also because I feel like Barbie wasn't really taken fully as a comedy i agree that too that too there were some ken moments that had me really rolling on the floor but yeah i get it jared this is for you i was also gonna pick no hard feelings yeah i would pick barbie but maybe no hard feelings is gonna win um i uh, i don't know about that i think barbie might because i think no hard feelings for a netflix movie was very niche and it's a very adult film like very that's adult true. film. That's true. So I don't know just be, if it's popular vote. I don't know if it would. I think it'd probably right. be Barbie. Okay, honey, I'm gonna give you this one because it's all your favorite movies. So go ahead. What? What are you talking about? I like none of yes, these. Yes, you did. One of them's on your list. I like one. I liked one well, out of like you ten. You get to read the category okay. then. <laughs> that doesn't help. Best drama. So we have Creed three with Michael B. Jordan. We have Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, Oscar nominee right here. My guy, the <laughs> best film of 2023. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, which arguably I very much want to see. I still haven't seen it, but I really want to. Um, my my baby, Megan, love that film. Love her. She's cute. Oppenheimer, Scream 6, or The Color Purple? The Color Purple had me in tears the whole time. The whole time. Um, I really want to see Killers of the Flower Moon. I think in terms of credibility and, and actual content, I think Killers of the Flower Moon is going to take it. But in terms of vote, I don't know, y'all. I feel like Josh, the Josh Hutcherson me might take it up to Five Nights at Freddy's. All right. So for me, um, best drama... I'm going to have to give it to Oppenheimer just because of the period piece and the cast that it was. Um, do I want it to win? I want Killers of the Flower Moon to win. Um, what what did I put? Oh, I put Oppenheimer. As, as want and win? See, I didn't really have a close attachment to any of these movies, so I didn't really do a what I'm going to vote for versus what I think is going to win for this category. Right, right, right. Okay, I want to do this next one. The nominees for male movie star. Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Chris Pratt for Guardians 3. Keanu Reeves for John Wick 4. Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon. 
Michael B. Jordan for Creed 3, Ryan Gosling for Barbie, Timothy Chalamet for Wonka, and Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible. I want Michael B. Jordan, but I think Ryan Gosling's going to win. I want Timothy Chalamet, but I think Ryan Gosling. I was going to say I want Leonardo DiCaprio, but I want, yeah. but I think it honestly, uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling or Michael B. I'd give it to Michael B yeah. too. I would give it to Michael B. If he won, I would not yeah. be mad. No part of me would be mad. All right. Jared, go ahead and do this next one. Email movie stars. Um, we got Lawrence Pugh for Oppenheimer. Hailey Bailey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hailey Bailey. No, it's is it Hailey Bailey? Hallie. Thank you. Hallie. I always stutter on that because I because I think of Halle Berry and I'm like, it can't be yeah. that. Um, Halle Bailey for Little Mermaid. Jenna Ortega for Scream 6. Jennifer Lawrence for No Hard Feelings. Julia Roberts for Leave the World Behind. Margot Robbie for Barbie. Rachel Zegler for The Hunger Games. And Viola Davis for The Hunger Games. I have a couple of picks here. It's hard. Because I'd be happy if Hallie, Jenna, or Rachel won. Or Margot. Yeah, but who do you think is going to win, though? This is the hard one. Margot. Margot. I, I would love it if Rachel won. I think that would be an out-of-the-box thing. But I think with popularity, Jennifer or Margot might be the front runners. You know who I want to be my underdog for this category? Who? Lawrence Pugh. I knew you were going to say that, too. Oh, I was yeah. waiting for you to say I don't even care that it's for Oppenheimer. I just want Florence Pugh to win. I I was going to give it to Hallie. On, I, I want to say she's going to pull through, but I think it could be either. Like, Margot's got a good chance. I don't think Rachel has... Well, I, I think I think Hunger Games is, is pretty niche. Um, it's either if, that... If she, if she pulled through, the humble pie would taste so good. Yeah, I just, like, I'm trying to think of, like, very popular films. And I'm like, a lot of people mm-hmm. saw Hunger Games, and I'm like, was it as popular, or is it just the people who liked the Hunger Games series? Well, I mm-hmm. personally think Jenna Ortega might pull through on this just because... like, Just not because even, it's Jenna? Yeah, not even because of Scream. She's like, oh, it's Wednesday. Let's... Yeah. 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 Well, Jenna also, like, I think there might be a lot of, like, pro-Palestine votes for her, too, because of the stance that she's taken. Mm, okay. Very proudly so. Like, especially for this movie, because she's dropped from the franchise. She and Melissa both were dropped from the franchise well, because of their She stance didn't get dropped. On... She chose to leave. Well, she chose to leave. She chose to leave. So she might get... There might be a pull to... That's why I said she might win, because there's a pull towards her, as there should be, for that reason. So I think that might be something that may she... happen. But Jenna is really a powerful figure. She left the Scream franchise or the Wednesday franchise? Scream. Scream. Oh, thank God. I was Wednesday about to season say, two is still happening, yeah. I was about to say, if I'm not getting another season... Well, I'm actually, she's Scream. also in Beetlejuice, too, this year. Yeah, she yeah, is. She's yeah, she's in, in the Beetlejuice. I'm not watching it. All right, honey, take this next one. It's more in your niche, so go ahead. All right. Four action movie stars. 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 We Ew. have Brie Larson for The Marvels. 
Chris Pratt for Guardians 3, Gal Gadot for Heart of Stone, Jason Momoa for Aquaman, Keanu Reeves for John Wick Chapter 4, Rachel Zegler for The Hunger Games, Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible, and again, Viola Davis for Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I could tell you who it's not going to be. It's not Chris Pratt, and it's not Gal Gadot. I know that's not going to happen. And it's not Jason Momoa. Rachel, love her to death. I don't think action star is really what mm-hmm. it is. I think Keanu, I think Brie, I think those are two front runners. I would want Rachel to win, but I think Brie and Ke- or Keanu. No, Tom might take Cruise. It. I think Mission Impossible has I a good chance. I put Rachel as my want and my take. This movie was insanely, insanely like action packed. I see where you're going with that, Jared. I see because like. In terms of, like, if I'm a regular Joe Schmo in America and I'm looking at this list, the only one that pops out to me in 2023 is Rachel. Oh, mine was Chris Pratt. I think Guardians is more... Mine was Tom Cruise. <laughs> that pops out to me, but I want Rachel. Because Guardians 3 was, like, such a big push. Like, way more than... I mean, Hunger Games had a pretty good, like, marketing campaign, but I think they went over the top with... Guardians 3. I know, but I don't think the marketing was for Chris. I think the marketing was for Rocket. Yeah, to a point, it was yeah. for Rocket. Okay, so for Comedy Star, we have Adam Sandler in You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. We have Glenn Powell in Anyone But You. We have Jennifer Lawrence in No Hard Feelings. We have Margot Robbie in, Bob- in Barbie. We have Ryan Gosling in Barbie. We have Scarlett Johansson in Asteroid City. We have Sydney Sweeney in Anyone But You, and we have Timothy Chalamet in Wonka. This is hard for me. It's not for me. Um, what? Say yours then, so I who can Who I think is going to take it is Ryan Gosling. Who I want to take mm-hmm. it is Jennifer Lawrence. I'm going to give... I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence has a good chance. Except, except I want Margot to do it. Because, like, there's this thing going on right now where, like, the whole theme of Barbie was that the Kens put in no effort and got all the praise. And the existential part of that is that it is actually happening right now. That the only praise Barbie is getting right now, besides that Cinematic Achievement Award, was for Ken. And Ryan Gosling was not happy about it. So, I think... Ryan might take this one, but I want Margot to do it. I want her to get it. I just I want Jennifer Lawrence to get it. You want yeah, Jennifer I want Lawrence Jenner. to get her flowers. She showed her whole punani and titas on screen. She deserves that. Win. Sorry, sorry, we're family friendly. Chewbacca roar. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Best drama star is a Cillian. I don't even know. Killian. Killian. Uh, not with a C, it's not. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Fantasia Burino, Color Purple. Florence Pugh, Oppenheimer. Jacob Elori, Priscilla. Jenna Ortega, Scream 6. Julia Roberts, Leave the World Behind. Leonardo DiCaprio, Killers of the Flower Moon, Michael B. Jordan, Creed 3. I 
Jacob. I was going to say Jacob Lordy, probably. I loved the Oscar narration, Jared. That was great. Um, Jacob Elordi in Priscilla specifically. Oh my. I just want Jenna Ortega to rap. Yeah. I want Jacob to win. I want Fantasia to win. Because her performance in Color Purple was ridiculous. Like, so, so good. I think Jacob's going to take it, though. Yeah, that's fair. I think for White Boy of the Month vibes, I think I think Jacob's going to take it. Thank you for <laughs> laughing at that. For White Boy of the Month. <laughs> me! I want I want choice uh white it's boy me. of the month. That's what I want. I want I want a category for that so I can Jacob Elordi, Timothy Chalamet, Jonah Howard King, Skylar Gifford, and Sky- Nicholas Galatine. <laughs> Skylar Gifford is on my white boy of the month calendar. For the movie performance, America Ferreira for Barbie, Charles Melton for May December. Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, Jacob Elordi for Saltburn, Melissa McCarthy for The Little Mermaid, Natalie Portman for May-December, Simu Liu for Barbie, and Viola Davis for Air. Melissa. Melissa McCarthy. Charles. Charles. Melton. Yeah, give me Melissa McCarthy. Is Charles Melton is not getting his flowers for the performance that he gave in May, December, because that is like his performance is the standout of that movie. I watched it specifically for him and it did not disappoint. Like he is, he and Camila Mendez are two pinnacles of living proof that Riverdale was just bad writing. I was going to say, he blossomed from and, Riverdale, I see. <laughs> right, that Riverdale was just bad writing, and these actors are act- and some of these actors are actually amazing. I mean, it was just a like, TV show, I, so I'm sure that if they had better content that they were given, I'm sure that it'd be good. Right, right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Charles was given better content, and he did thrive and here's the on thing, it. So right? I want Charles like, to win. Like, I, I used to love the earlier seasons of Riverdale. I gave up at, like, season three or season Me too. four or something. I don't remember. Me but too. I, lo- I, loved, I loved him as uh, – I loved him in that show. Am I spacing who this man is? Who, Charles? He was one of the. He wasn't a greaser, right. but he was one of the. He was like in the gang. He was. He's Reggie. Yeah. He's Reggie. Oh. Eh. No, you gotta see him in this movie, dude. You gotta see him. I'm in this sure movie. he's much better, he, but. He is so good in this, and like, when people to when people will remember May December, they will remember only Charles Melton and how good he was in this movie. Time for TV show categories. For the TV show. Yes. We have Grey's Anatomy. Law and Order SVU, Only Murders in the Building, Saturday Night Live, Ted Lasso, The Bear, The Last of Us, and Vanderpump Rule. I only have what I think's going to win because I don't yeah, watch any of same. these. I could pin up a good argument for SNL because their hosts lately have been delicious, especially tomorrow. We're going to get Jacob Elordi and Renee Rapp. But Mine, honestly, I think it's Ted Lasso. Like I think Ted Lasso's gonna yeah. win. The the bear has a pretty good chance too. Yeah, the bear just like came out of nowhere. 
The bear swept those Emmys, man. I think Ted Lasso's been, like, popular for a while, but the bear just, like, showed up out of nowhere. The bear came to... They really did not come to play at the Golden Globes and the Emmys. They really showed up. I think Grey's Anatomy has got that nostalgia, though. It's so interesting, though, that they have Grey's for, like... Because... Am for I, the 15th year in a season? row. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a new season? Because I'm like, this isn't new. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. still going. It's on season really? 40. Really? Oh, okay. Season 40. <laughs> Some, something like that. Wow. I got to give my flowers to SNL as well, because they have new comedians now. And there's one named Marcelo Hernandez who cracks me up. Like, there's hardly a thing he doesn't do that makes me laugh. I'm giving And if he ever does if he tours, I'm a I'm a go see him. So I'm gonna give him my flowers. I'm for that. giving my flowers to only murders in the bu- in this building because Oh really? I tried to go through it. I've tried like multiple times. I know I, just I can't couldn't get I it. couldn't get through it. It's funny. It's not the TV show, but it's funny. Alright. Comedy show. Abbott Elementary, and just like that, never have I ever, only murders in the building, SNL, Ted Lasso, The Bear, and Young Shelton. I think The Bear is going to win, uh, but... Mm, I think Abbott's going to win. I think Young Sheldon's really? going to win. <laughs> young, Sh- young Sheldon's kind of popping off, I'm not going to lie to you. I think Abbott, Abbott? is going to... I think it's got a good chance. I respect you for that because, and you know what? I think every Philadelphian is going to get you free food from now on just for No, I'm not even, because... like, I'm not playing. I think it's got a good, like, the cast itself, I think, um, like, the, how stacked it is, I think it's got a good chance. And that's why you're getting free food in Philly from now on because you're, you're 100% serious. Abbott is the Philly show. And so as a Philadelphian, I'm going to say Abbott. And I have to say Abbott's going to win. Can we talk about how one of my MDs wants me to watch The Bear so badly? I think you should. You have I to think watch you The should. Bear. But I like it. If you have a reason Knowing to. me. I, I, I haven't caught on to it, honestly. I'm going to give it another shot. I watched the first episode. Because I do want to watch it. Yeah. Um, but this is not what I was talking about. I was what I was gonna say originally was I was gonna go back through because I never finished Big Bang Theory, so I want to go through Big Bang, but I want to start Abbott really bad. Big Bang Theory did not age the way I thought it would. In some episodes, it did, but like honestly, the 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 later into the show it got, the less funny I thought it was. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I yeah, but I do really want to watch Abbott like. Because I haven't seen any of it. I just heard it's really good. Right. Okay, so for the sake of the sci-fi category being more Skylar-coded, I'm going to go ahead and give drama Yay. to Jay. Because I'm a Gemini. Yes. Um, for best drama show, Chicago Fire, Ginny and Georgia, Grey's Anatomy, Law and Order, yeah. Outer Banks... <laughs> Last of Us, The Morning Show, and Succession. All right. Why is Succession here? I think it's going to win. 
Why is the morning show here? Why not? Why is Outer Banks here? Why is Law and Order here? No, I'm kidding. No, actually, I think Succession's going to take that's it. Fair. That, why is Outer Banks here, actually? I think Succession is going to take Grey's it. I think Grey's Anatomy is going to take it. Really? Okay. I haven't seen it do well. Grey's Anatomy is popping off for the same reason Young Sheldon is. Every oh. faceless TikTok page is using clips of it to put uh, over there. Ah, yes. Five minute crafts. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. I agree. And just for that, I'm gonna say Outer Banks, because all these people who love Netflix shows are trying to make it win so bad, and I don't understand mm-hmm. why. Alright, honey. Give us the next Let's category. Alright. This category is for all the nerds that have gotten through 2023 so far. We have, for sci-fi and fantasy, Ahsoka Season 1, American Horror Story, Black Mirror, Ghosts, Loki, Secret Invasion, The Mandalorian Season 3, and The Witcher. I'm going to give it to Loki. Yeah. I just want good things to happen to Kihai Kwan. I did love it. But I want it. I want. See, here's the thing, right? I want Loki to win, but I think Ahsoka has a very good shot. I put the no, other way around. No, not against Tom Hiddleston. I put the other way around. Really? I said Loki's gonna take it. I want Ahsoka. I lo- I mean, you really can't compete with Tom Hiddleston's. Oh fan no, base. it's incredible. Let this yeah. on top of Key let Icon. this be your day of reckoning, Star Wars nerds. This is the day that Jared wants a wants a Star Wars thing to win. Ooh! But I think Ahsoka did a tables. lot for Star Wars, um, mm-hmm. and just in general, I think it was a really good show. When it like his highs were really high, um, mm-hmm. I'm shocked that Secret Invasion's here. If yeah. you go on IMDb, it has literally four out of the the six lowest or lowest scores for any marvel show out of a six episode run i did not like it starting off by killing maria that Hill was, was a choice that was sad yeah mm-hmm. it could have that been incredible like the the cast was incredible mm-hmm. okay competition show america's got talent idol big brother dancing with the stars drag race squid games the challenge survivor and the voice my top picks here are the voice squid games yo squid games was kind of lit rupaul's it was kind of lit i i was i was a i was a doubter but squid Squid games Games is really fun like with the i don't know i don't know what they did because i didn't like the original but the it was pretty good it was pretty cool i I liked it rupaul's drag um dancing with the stars dancing with the stars kind of popped off this season though Yes. With like the drama mm-hmm. of Harry Jowsey, it kind of it was entertaining. I'm not. I was on the edge of my seat a couple everyone, of weeks. Everyone, everyone, raise your hands. I, raise your hands. And raise Reba them to on the, the raise them to the roof. Say good job for Sochi Why? Gomez. Oh yes, yeah, Sochi Gomez. We got to give her her flowers. We met her actually while she was in the middle of the process. Yeah, we met her at the, uh, the box lunch gala. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, she was, and she had Val with her, and like. And maybe that's why I'm just biased because we met her while she was on the show. She was really um, sweet. It was really cool. But she was just 
amazing. And I asked her questions about the show. And it wasn't even for, like, on the record or anything. We just sat there and talked. We just, like, stood there and talked. So, and Val was there just, like, standing protectively behind her and looking like a Greek god, which I didn't expect. I was kind of caught off guard by that. But, like, he was just so protective of her and just so mindful of her. And they had a great partnership. They deserved to win 110%. But I think what made the season so good was the Harry Jowsey drama and why in the world he was there for so long. Because he was a great dancer. And you know it's popping off because Taylor Swift did an episode. Although back to Reba. Reba yeah, this is like back to Reba. Good. Um, <laughs> she was real. I loved her. Like, let's go get some tater let's go tots. Get some tater tots. It's like tots. my favorite thing. I've never felt so loved by a woman on a TV sh- on a reality game. Her crown show when she just like pulled it out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Okay, okay. Wait, can I do this one too? Because a lot of my favorite, my a lot of my favorite shows yeah. are in this Where? category. Okay. Oh yeah. Binge worthy shows. I don't like any Beef, of these. Citadel, Jury Duty, Love Is Blind, Queen Charlotte, The Crown, The Night Agent, and The Summer I Turned Pretty. I think Summer I Turned Pretty is going to take it. I don't know it any of these because. I don't either. The summer I turned pretty. The summer I t- okay. So let me give you a rundown of what I think is going to happen. Queen Charlotte was it's Bridgerton, right? So it's it's gonna pop off, but it's been so long. Although I heard Beef is really popular, like right I now. I heard Beef was really good too. Um, Love is Blind this season sucked, so don't even don't don't have hopes for that. Um, but Queen Charlotte was really good, but the hype died when little mermaid came out i mean yeah if you put that against that i don't think it's gonna yeah right if you're picking a period romance you're gonna pick little mermaid so the crown this year was really good too because we're dealing with diana's death and it was the final oh that's right that's about uh yeah, yeah 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 the royal family so that got really emotional and then and it also was very parallel to the early 2000s too which was very fascinating um but i got in i started watching the summer i turned pretty because social media told me to yeah how do you feel about I couldn't that stop because i heard seeing it was like i heard you didn't i like it, right no i loved uh, what it what was the one you didn't like i don't remember what it was the uh my life with the oh world. yeah okay that one was okay but if i'm choosing between two teenage romances taking place in a distant American suburb where a girl is torn between two brothers, I'm picking Summer I Turn Pretty. Because the acting is so much better. The characters are more likable and a little bit more dramatic. And the story moves a little bit more tumultuous. I love how you just said that so, and the whole plot was on my block. No, it's not. Yeah, the bad boy on the street that, like, the girl, the main girl falls in love with in the group of friends or whatever? No, that's not the plot at all. Oh. The plot of, the plot of this one is a girl named Isabel, so they call her Belly, which I still can't get over that. I got, I got used to it eventually. But it's her, her mom, and her brother, Stephen. And they're best friends with another family. And that family is super rich, and they 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 summer vacation in this like, kind of like, naval kind of t- not naval but like nautical kind of town. With like beaches, and it's in like the Outer Banks area, and something like <gasps> that. Outer Banks. I actually I think it's in Massachusetts. I think that's where it is. Um, 
And then she has a crush on one of the boys, but the boy's brother has a crush on her. So then it's like this love, this love circle that's happening here as she is trying to figure out whether she, whether she deserves the guy she's always liked or the guy who's better for her that she never noticed. Saucy. Yeah. It's really, it's really saucy. Male TV star. Who wants to take it? Just me? Okay, cool. So, we have Chase Stokes in Outer Banks. We have Jason Sudeikis in Ted Lasso. We have Jeremy Allen White in The Bear. Pedro Pascal in The Last of Us. Samuel L. Jackson in Secret Invasion. And Tom Hiddleston in Loki. I think it's going to be a tie between Jeremy and Tom. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's going to be Tom. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jeremy. He just did a Calvin Klein campaign. That like Oh, that's right. I forgot. It might be Jeremy. It's probably gonna be Jeremy. Mm-hmm. It's not Tom I'm gonna throw hands. I Jeremy love... the T. Yeah, Jeremy the T's gonna win a people's choice, y'all. Jeremy the T for male TV star. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No. no. One day, man. One day we can manifest. Mm-mm. Yes. Why? Why are you a hater? Maybe it's the kids' friend. choice awards. <laughs> No, definitely not Kids' Choice Awards. I have too many horror stories of that man. Like, I don't need more. Like, maybe Teen Choice Awards. But mostly People's Choice. Or like a VMA. Yeah. Okay, okay. Who wants to take the next one? I will. Go ahead. Female TV star, Ali Wong, Beef, Rosario Dawson, Ahsoka. Selena Gomez, Only Murders in This Building, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary. Abbott! Quinta. She's my pick. I think it's either Rosario Dawson. Yeah, I think it's either Rosario Dawson or Selena Gomez, because Only Murders is really popular, but Ahsoka is extremely popular on Disney+. Plus. I think Rosario is going to take but it. But Quinta's been racking it up. Like, she's funny. And she wins a lot of awards that she's up for. I'm going to say Rosario, but if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. All right. The competition contestant, Ariana Maddox, for Dancing with the Stars. Charity Lawson, woo! For The Bachelorette. Sochi Gomez for Dancing with the Stars. And Teresa Nist. For the Golden Bachelor. Honey, please give Sochi us your for thoughts. The win. Because Skylar got really into The Bachelor this year. So I did. why don't you give your, your thoughts on this? I done diddly did. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Where should I start? Should I say, hi, Kay. It's nice to see you, my dear friend. Um, uh, let's see. I, I've never really watched The Bachelor. I was like, oh, that sounds kind of lame. I didn't really know anything about it. And then you showed me it and I was hooked. Um, yeah. So I, what I, my outrage is that my white boyfriend is getting more recognition for the people who work around or talk about the show that I've loved for the past 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, that so I the only bachelor, got you like... into this year. It's it's because of me that you got even got into it in the first place just this year. I just I just want my flowers. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, so The Bachelor has a, a podcast that is run by, like, I, I want to say, like, fans. I introduced you to that podcast. I said, dude, you got to listen to this. You're going to love it. Yeah, and now the host follows me on Instagram, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I don't know why. I don't. I still don't know why she does, but, you know, that's a thing. Um, but what was you, – you, start, you started me off with Charity Season, right? Yes, you well, didn't watch Zach, so you started. We started watching with Charity. It this, was Charity, this yeah. Mm-hmm. I I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, and I want to say props to her because she introduced me to my boyfriend Bray Bray, Brayden, obsessed with that man. Brayden Bowers. He loves himself some Brayden Bowers. Yeah, his dangly earlobes. Earlobes <laughs> definitely. I really hope earrings. with with the pull that you think you have in Bachelor Nation, I, I really don't. hope it's just funny. <laughs> I really hope Brayden hears that. I don't. I really don't. Um, I no, hope that I Kay really like is that listening, show. and I hope that Kay sends this to Brayden, or that Kay sends Look this at, to Charity, who sends this to Brayden. So, he's so pretty. Looks like Johnny Depp. <laughs> what? Honestly, he, he that's kind of his vibe. It's giving it's giving like frat boy Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of frat boy Jack Sparrow. That's a good way to put it, actually. Um but it's giving I'm here for the rum. No, but but more respectful of women. <laughs> he, in a, he's a, in a he's way. A fu- in he's his really own fun to special watch. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in his own special way. Um, and then we went to Golden Bachelor. No, we didn't. We we watched Bachelor in Paradise simultaneously um, with golden bachelor with golden bachelor um and that was a that was really boring but golden bachelor was very fun and i really hope they do another season because that was really good mm-hmm. um and the winner of that happens to be on this list yeah um i think you would pick charity over Teresa though yeah i said she looks like momo and it's scary looking at them side by side because momo looks exactly like her if you don't know what that is, just look up Momo, the urban legend, and it's identical. I would sooner oh. pick Susan from The Golden Bachelor. Susan is an icon. Susan would be great on this list. You said uh, Momo, and my mind went, the flying lemur. From Avatar? Thank you, Jared. Thank no. you. Jared, I'll show you what this is. Show no. show him. No, 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 no. Show him later. Show him later. <laughs> just text it to me. Okay. Um, my choice? Yeah, I'm going with Charity. My choice is Sochi. Sochi. Thank you. Okay. I don't think I have to explain. Can I do hosts? Do hosts. Do it. Mr. Host, do it. Four. Gordon Ramsay. Jimmy Fallon. Nick Cannon. Padma Lakshmi. I butchered it. Oh, well. Um, RuPaul. Ryan Seacrest, Steve Harvey, and Terry Crews. Steve, the way Steve Harvey says his own name will make me laugh for the rest of my money. I'm your host, Steve Harvey. That always makes me laugh. But my the way. Wait, my... who's that? Who's the girl? Padma. Yeah, I don't know. Let me look. I, no, if I, I if think I... she's on. She's on a cooking show. I just if don't I know. see her, I'm gonna know. Hold on. I just don't know who she is. I know she's on like Iron Chef or something. 
Taste of the Nation is one show she, on Hulu is what she did. Yeah, she's on a cooking show. I'm going to go Gordon, though. Dude, Gordon Ramsay with Next Level Chef. Amazing. Was incredible. 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 I love watching Gordon on Next Level Chef so much. I also really liked the new season of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, that was good, too. I'm glad they brought it back. Who would you pick, Jared? RuPaul. Of course. Of course. Okay, we're moving right, on. The way that I think RuPaul yes. is going to sweep in every category. <laughs> also, not Skylar sending me my sleep paralysis demon because I forgot the name of it. Yeah, she looks exactly like Teresa Momo. from The Golden Bachelor. Yeah, I um yeah, I opened that text, saw the eyes, and that's when you heard me go, "No." <laughs> I'll note that and as I'm going through the audio. from our conversation. Good, thank you. Okay. Music, my favorite categories. Welcome to male artists. We have Bad Bunny, Drake, Jack Harlow, Jungkook, Luke Co- Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Post Malone, and The Weeknd. I think it's going to be Bad Bunny. And not just because I'm waving my brown flag around. I Although, gonna... I think it's I Bad want Bunny. to be Post Malone. I love Posty, but I also think Jack Harlow could take it because he's insanely popular. Jack right Harlow now. did come out with a pretty viral song recently. That is not I think it's going to be the weekend. Why? Because he had an HHN house. Because he's... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. So, did you guys hear about what happened with the idol? No. Okay, so the idol was a TV show that was directed by the same person who did Euphoria. No, I know what it is. I just don't know what happened with it. Okay, so the plot of it was essentially about Lily Rose Depp playing a a superstar who tricks the weekend's character into a relationship with her. Yeah. Only to be to turn out to be the plot twist that she is the villain the whole time. It was supposed to be Selena, right? It's supposed to be Selena, which yeah. I th- I find extremely annoying and so did everybody else. So I don't think he's going to win for that reason. Yeah, that's... Absolutely not. Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> it's a little cray-cray. Okay, who wants to take the next one? All right, heading over into the other side. Never mind. All right. You... No, you're fine. <laughs> no, I'll go for it. Because your girl's in this one, so you got to do it. You got to do it, honey. Scroll down. All right, so as I was saying, heading over into the other side of this list, for the female artist of the year, we have... Beyonce. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Beyonce. <laughs> there it is. It happened. That made Skylar freeze. I love that so much. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be heading over into the female artists of 2023. We got Miss Beyonce. We have Doja Cat. We got Carol G. Lainey Williams. Miley Cyrus. Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, and Miss Taylor Allison Swift. Your homie. My girl, 
my world my girl gang the boss the man the myth the heiress tour legend we got miss allison taylor swift yeah that's the way you say it wait taylor allison <laughs> if you can't tell skylar is a swifty um, I went to the Eras tour and I cried during folklore multiple and times. He, and then he took me to the Eras movie and then he cried and I, during I cried folklore again multiple times. Um, I think with the magnitude of her stardom, I think it's going to be Miss Swift. Yeah, hundred percent. As as much as I'm not a Swifty, Jared, it's okay to be wrong. I didn't say I wasn't a Swifty because i didn't like her music i just don't really listen to her music but like i feel like as a human on the planet in 2023 you know who taylor swift is and you know she's yes. kind of a big deal right now yes perfect okay because like you I... want to know what my what my music app consists of what original broadway cast me too honestly that i'm not and taylor surprised. swift has anybody yeah. Has anybody done that like Spotify trend of like type in your day list and see what title you get? Mine was did I, I posted I mine. I don't remember what it was, but I it was like sadly it. targeted. Mine right now is going to be good for Jared. It's called Sing Along Musicals Night. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what you're supposed to do. You just literally search day list and then yeah, you just type day list into uh, the search bar and it'll show you like whatever it is targeted directly at you mm -hmm. well considering i don't use spotify i don't use oh, spotify there you go. that's why i, oh, think yeah, I, I never use spotify but the one that i really that i picked when it was like hey like type this in when i did that it was uh like singer songwriter but it was all taylor swift every single one of them it's uh this is very all over the place it's literally just called daylist because I oh, don't, no. use Spotify. You don't use Spotify. Yeah, same. Well, that's my top one. So we have we have multiple mixes made for me. We have the anti-anxiety mix because I don't have anxiety, so I don't know what that's like. So it has to play music directly at me. Um, we have Princess Core. Yes. We have Goblin Core. Goblin Core. Are you Truer. sure? Are you Truer. sure you're not? Are you sure you're not on my account? No, this is mine. We have Murder Ballad. Yeah, that's yours. We have Pirate Metal Shanty Mix. That's yours. And we have... Oh, my God. Spooky Evil Gay Mix. And the Lit Shower Mix. Honestly, Spooky Evil Gay Mix, as we've been calling you, <laughs> the signature straight man this entire show. Like, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, me mix, me mix. What's in me mix? Do you want to hear what my last four uh, downloaded albums are, though? Yes, I do. Shucked the musical. Mm hmm. It's a good show. Um, Mean Girls the musical. It's a good show. Uh, Embers of Beauty by the Moon Sisters. Yeah. Would you like to know why? Why? Because they're the ones who sing the Hex Girls songs from the scooby-doo movies ah! so it's just hex Soundtrack. girls and earth wind fire and air love it i'm gonna be so upset if we don't ever get a hadestown cast album with jordan fisher yeah 
You won't. We won't. Um, but Lola Tung I'm, from Summer I Turn Pretty is going to be Eurydice now. With Jordan. Ooh. Because that was incredible. Let me see mm -hmm. that. Anyway, okay. Okay, we're getting off topic. Group music, please. Um, we have Dan and Shay, the Jonas Brothers, and Paramore. Pick Paramore. Paramore. I love Paramore. I've always loved Paramore. Jonas Brothers. I'm a little e-boy, okay? Paramore was my... It's okay Copia. to be wrong. It's okay. You know what? Okay. As you Pop told me earlier, it's okay to be wrong. Pop artist, Billie Eilish, Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, and Taylor Swift. Can we go two for um, two? Dua Lipa. Oh, Dua Lipa. Do I think Olivia Rodrigo is going to win? Yeah. Do I want her to win? No, I want Taylor Allison I want Swift to Dua win again. Dua Lipa to win. She kind of pops off. I'm not going to lie to you. She's really good. I'm starting Anyone to understand other than her Olivia power. Rodrigo. Yeah. Okay. The song. Dance the Night, Dua Lipa. You wrote Doja Cat in here? That is Doja fully Cat. Dua Lipa. Oh. No, it was is... literally, it said Noja Cat for the actual one. I don't okay. know if she, like, produced it or what. Well, I don't know if you fell asleep in the Barbie movie or not, but that was sung by Dua Lipa. It is Dua Lipa. Yeah. Uh, we have Fast Car by Luke Combs. We have Flowers by Miley Cyrus. We have Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat. And we have Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. I'm going to say Dance yeah, the Night. I hate all of these. I hate all of these. But yeah, probably Dance the Night because that's the most popular. Yeah. Okay. Concert tour. Gee, I wonder who's going to win. Um, we have Ed Sheeran, Coldplay, Harry Styles, Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Pink, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift. It's probably a dead tie between Beyonce and Taylor Swift. If it's not Taylor Swift, I don't want it. I'd be shocked if it wasn't, but I'd be happy if it was either Pink, Ed Sheeran, or Taylor. Beyonce has a good chance. Because they... they... That... Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, that's a good way to describe me, is what I, Swift, but I like Taylor Swift. Yes. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense, yes. Anyways, uh, okay. I just needed to get that out there. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's how I started. I was like, I like her, if... but I don't think I like her music, but I like her. And then I was like, why do I like her? Maybe it's because she's just a really good lyricist. And then I listened to Evermore, her most underrated album. By the first song, I was like, oh, this is like kind of high quality stuff. And then I like found all the, the symbolisms and metaphors in there and I loved it. And then I started listening to more. And then Skylar, on top of my old coworker, just kept playing it over and over and over again. And then, and now here I am holding friendship bracelets in my hand, four of them. Does she have, like, a good, like, genuine pop album? Because my vibe 1989. is Dance the Midnight. Night by Dua Lipa. Uh, 1989 and Lover. I think Lover is probably the biggest, like, Barbie vibe. Midnight's then... is very... Well, I think Midnight's also has a lot Midnight's of, is... like... Midnight's is, like, existential Barbie. Yeah, but that's okay. really poppy, though. But it's really good. It's great, yeah. Um, 
But all lover, the listeners, if you have a Taylor my Swift favorite. song you want me to listen to, DM it to me on Instagram. You know, I'll put it in the in the Spotify poll. You know, whenever I think of Jared, I think of the song Bejeweled. Skylar and I are just going to send you a couple of our favorite songs and we'll see what you think. Okay. Oh, also, we have to talk about uh, a little warning for next episode. So we are doing Wartime Aaron next uh, week for the what Disney What a tone 100. change. First of all, what a tone shift. Yeah, I was going to lose it if I didn't bring this up. Okay. So for the 100, if you guys are tuning in for it, just be ready for that dark period of time because we are going to get into it um, with Song of the South and Salidos Amigos and Three Caballeros. So just be ready for that. And I know your friend is coming on mm-hmm. as well. So that'll be, I'm excited for that. I think it'll be really cool to see like what she says about it because right. me growing up with Song of the South makes a very interesting like dichotomy to everything that's going on because mm-hmm. I didn't know about it when I was younger. So it'll be very, right. yeah. I, and I don't want to say like, oh, I liked it when I was a kid um, and make it look bad because I didn't know what it was. That's the whole thing, too, is that, like, I think what's going to be great about having Victoria in on the conversation is that we're going to talk about this in a way that doesn't, like, a lot of our audience tends to feel really uncomfortable talking about this stuff. And I am not afraid to point it out. People have told you to your face. They have told me to my face that these conversations and the way that I bring up these topics makes people uncomfortable but it's not because of the accusatory tone because i don't think that i do most of the time but it's the subject itself that makes people uncomfortable that makes yeah, them i don't think people want to have like hard conversations they don't want to is... have those conversations so i hope that having victoria and i together as two people who live this life I think it's going to be really interesting to hear two people just casually talking about this. And hopefully that makes everybody feel more comfortable with the conversation. I think a great way to preface anyone who is in those privileged categories who may be skeptical about how to have these conversations, the the hallmark and the key to getting through it is to understand that you will always be learning something and that is okay. It is not wrong to be in the wrong. It is not wrong to be misinformed. And I think that's what Skyla's coming at here is that like, of course you were misinformed. Of course you didn't know because how could you have known? You essentially grew up in a bubble. So how could you have possibly known? The point is I'm going, I want to learn And when I learn, I'm going to change my perspective and attempt to be a better person in the future or a better active member of a changing society. Like that is the mindset to have of like, it's okay to be wrong because contextually, there's not really a lot to go off of. So with representation and with these conversations, we hope, I hope, and I, I can't speak for Victoria, but I think she might agree with me that we hope that these conversations are are more comfortable 
after listening to next week's episode. We hope that at least. And here's the thing, like right after that episode, we're going to get into like the actual fun part of where we're going to go with this series. Literally right after that is the 50s. So we have the opening of Disneyland. We have Mm -hmm. Peter Pan, all these like major motion pictures like Cinderella that are like beloved classics, like Mm -hmm. right after. So it'll really, it'll really be a good change of pace after this week, but Mm -hmm. we have to get through this week to get to where we go. Right, right. And I think that we're going to get a lot of tools in next week's episode that will help us dissect what's going on as we move forward. Right. Yeah, I agree. I can't wait to make y'all watch Cinderella three. I'm, I'm loving it. I am so excited. Although it's not officially part of the 100 lineup. It's not part of the, I'm going to watch it anyway. We're going to watch it anyway. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what era it's in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think that's everything. Are there any final thoughts that anybody wants to to give? Skylar, um, you left your dog in my room and I'm not happy about it. I can hear him. He was eating when I left. He is barking. He would like to see you. So come get your dog. That's my final thoughts. <laughs> um, We will see you next week. Jared? Bye-bye. Thank you so much for streaming this episode of The Fantasy Files. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you're listening and follow us on Instagram at The Fantasy Files Pod. You can also find Skylar at The Theme Park Pro on Instagram and TikTok. Jared is at Jared Covert on Instagram. And I am Queen Latina on TikTok. We'll see you next time. Now get out. I'm sorry that was mean. Please get out.